0: Right. Um, Let's look at the high-level languages and some translators, okay? So a computer needs a set of instructions for it to do what it does, right? When I say do what it does, I mean for it to do the input process output cycle, like a computer at the airport for it to be able to take the names of passengers and then um, check the availability of seats in the airplane, and then give them a ticket. Probably they are booking a ticket at the airport. Um, for it to be able to do that, it needs a set of instructions. Now, um, these instructions are made by a programmer. Now, many programmers uh, they they have options in making in writing uh, the program. The options is this. Computers do not understand human language. So computers only understand what we call machine code, which is ones and zeros. Now, this is very difficult for many programmers and um, for them to write programs in machine code because it's very hard to write the program and it's also very hard to find errors. And that's called debugging, right? To finding and fixing errors. Now, so... What they normally resort to is they resort to what we call high-level languages. These are languages that are um, related to the uh, spoken or written language of the programmer. So let's say it's an English man. Um, He can develop a program like Python that has words like input, if, uh, print. Uh, These words are English words and they are close to human language and uh, you can be able to use them in developing a program and that type of a program is called a high level language programs like that are programs like python java visual basic i mean many of the programs that you probably are familiar with now let's just look at high level language and then we'll look at some low level language and what it is and then we'll look at translators now High-level language is, as, as I said, a language that is related to the um, spoken or written language of the programmer, right? It is less complex than, than machine code and it is easier to understand. So, um, because it's, it's easier to understand, just know that. Now, um, the key advantage with high-level language is that it's easier. And another very big advantage with programming in high-level language is that um, the programmer can just focus on the pro- the problem he's trying to fix. He doesn't have to understand the uh, how the computer will operate and do different things um, if he's using high level language. so uh, it's, it, he doesn't have to he can just a programmer can just fo- focus on the problem that he's solving. Now, disadvantage is that, uh, uh, high level language is only restricted to the number of statements that are available because, um, they, for you to be able to use high level language, you need to have some statements that you would have already made. Um, and these statements would just be what the programmer would be combining to make a program. Now, if the, if you, uh, if there are not as many statements, then um, it prohibits what you can do with that high level language. You can't do many things. So it's restricted to the number of statements available. Now let's look at low level language. Low level language is language that is, um, computer oriented. It's closer to computers. Okay. Um, and there are two types and one is called assembly language and the other one is called machine code. Machine code, we've already discussed about it. Um, is the language that computers understand um is the language that you don't need a translator because um computers already um understand and can execute a program in machine code um but it is although it is very powerful but it's is, it is extremely difficult to program in also and it's very difficult to debug in other words it's very difficult to find errors um and fix the errors okay now, the other type of low-level language is called assembly language, and it's the in-between guy. It's in between um, machine code and high-level language, but it is a low-level language, right? Mm, what it is, is it's just a friendlier version of machine code. In other words, it's machine code that doesn't have binary. Instead of binary, what it has is mnemonics, okay? Like LDA. Um, it's a mnemonic. Um, and when you see that LDA all in cap, all in caps, um, then you know it's assembly language. It uses mnemonics and, um, it works pretty much the same as machine code, but, um, uh, it is uh, closer to human language than machine code. So it's easier to understand and it's easier to locate and fix errors. Okay. So it's easier to debug. Now, the benefit of using low level language is that low level low level language provides you with direct control so it's like um an example is like when um high level language is like using sentences right to create a program low level language is like using words so because you're using words, you can create a more complicated program than when you're using sentences right um uh, now, let's look at translators. Translators, we have three different types, and their job is to change a program from high-level language, normally, into machine code. So the first two, we have three different types. We have compilers, we have interpreters, and we have um, assemblers. Compilers and interpreters convert high-level language into machine code, but they have difference in how they work compilers convert the program all in one go now a program that is written in high level language is called a source code compilers convert that source code into what we call object code object code is machine code right so compilers convert source code into object code they convert high level language into low level language um uh the inter- interpreters on the other hand they do not convert uh, a source code into machine code but when they um, they are translating what they just do is they take source code and as soon as they translate it they execute it so no object code is made there as soon as they translate they execute the the, the program right So they do, um, compilers, they translate the whole program in one go, but interpreters, they translate the program is an instruction at a time, a step at a time. And remember, they do not create object code. The interpreters, they just, uh, take source code and straight over to the program being run, right? So this is very, very important. You find it maybe in your past paper. I saw it in the Cambridge past paper before where you had to write the difference between a compiler and an interpreter. Compiler, it uh, translates the whole program in one go um, and it creates, it converts source code to object code. Interpreters translate program one at a time and they do not produce object code. Okay? Now, um the advantages of compilers is that uh they produce what we call an executable file and this file is a, a file that can be run. Okay, a program that is ready to run. It's called an executable file. And it can be shared um, as long as you are sharing to another processor uh that is the same type as the one that created the object code. Now yeah, uh, that is an advantage of compilers, and uh, an advantage of interpreters uh, is that um, they are they can locate errors. Compilers have difficulty co- locating errors because they run the whole program, they translate the whole program in one go. But because interpreters do it a step at a time, then they can identify exactly where the error is. Compilers is very very difficult. Okay. Now, uh, compi- the, what is the other thing that you need to know is that, yes, although compilers make ob- object code, they, the object code that they make is very specific. It doesn't work on all processors. Okay. The object code that a compiler make, makes will only work on a processor that is the same as the one that the compiler was making for. Okay. It doesn't work. It's not generalized, right? Now, um, so we said, yes, both compilers and interpreters translate high level into machine code. So remember that. Okay. The process that interpreters do is called interpretation. The process that compilers do is called compilation. Okay. So, yes, an interpreter is similar to a human translator. Isn't when humans are translating, they do it a sentence at a time. So, yes, interpreters do. Uh, one at a time. Okay. They, they, they don't do the whole program. They, they convert, they translate one instruction at a time. Now, they are slow. That's the problem with these interpreters is that they, they are slow. They, they, the interpreted programs run more slowly. Okay. Because the computer needs to wait for an instruction to be translated. Before it can execute it. Remember, we said that, um, as soon as it translates, then the program is executed. So a p- computer will have to wait for the interpreter to translate and then it can execute the program, the instruction. So it's very slow. One at a time, dilly dally, you know. Um, and the other big disadvantage is that, uh, the, they do not produce any executable file these interpreters so every time you want to run the program um, uh, every time you you have you want to run the program you have to translate it um, because it does not create an executable file that you can keep running like compilers compilers create an executable file that you can share and that you can run over and over again so you don't have to translate every time you want to run it okay um, that is it for compilers and interpreters um, one more thing is that in uh, interpreters uh, one other advantage that you see is that interpreters save space because they don't create uh, object file uh, they, they, as soon as they translate they run the program but compilers they need a lot of space now assemblers Uh, What are assemblers? The third type of a translator. And final one, assemblers do not convert high level into machine code, but they convert assembly language into machine code. Assembly language is already low-level language, but machines don't understand assembly language. Remember, assembly language is mnemonics. Machines don't understand mnemonics. They only understand ones and zeros. So the uh, translator that converts assembly language into machine code is called an assembler okay and what you need to know about it is for compilers and interpreters one high-level instruction they translate it into many machine code instructions but an assembler converts one assembly language instruction to one machine code instruction so it does it one is to one. But, uh, interpreters and compilers, they do one too many. Yes, that is it. Um, thank you for being part of the following. Um, please make sure you subscribe to the channel. Tell your friends about it and goodbye.